0: movie sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them but it's more than just a podcast it's also an online presence if you want to know more about movie sucktastic or want to become a part of movie sucktastic you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter at movie sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Moviesucktastic. <laughs> check us out live and become a part of the show, because <laughs> the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: We need to redo that opening.
0: I definitely do.
1: There's like two things in there that we don't even do anymore.
0: Yeah, Does right. Lunch.com. Both Lunch have is such <laughs> yeah. strong personalities. We're being passive aggressive. No, you wouldn't. are so infuriated. Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. Oh, Baby. it's perfect. Do you love it. I wanted to tell you. Thank you. Ladybird didr now playing in
1: select theaters you're listening to <laughs> movie
0: sucktastic <laughs> Dude, dude, no! Oh. Furthermore, you can all go fuck yourselves. That's,
1: well, that's my opening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: that's right. Ah, uh, yes, yes. We need to redo that opening. I think. I think it's time. Yeah.
0: We. We both. We. I think you and I need to both like revisit the opening and just like tweak it a bit. I think so. I keep um, needing to go in and like add movies that we reviewed. And I think last time I did it, I came close, but I, I got lazy at the end. I'll admit it, because we, we've never reviewed Dolls, and I have that in there like twice. You do. You do. I do. And so you know what? a great fucking and movie.
1: It is. And every every time I watch your opening, I just think to myself, when the fuck are we going to get a, a Blu-ray copy of Action Mutante? Like, when, yeah, the fuck, right? when the fuck is... Everything else is going Blu-ray. 4K! At this point, and the best we got is shitty DVD on that.
0: Forget Acumatante. *Day of the Beast*. The *Day that of the Beast* fucking rocks. Yeah. yeah. right.
1: They got, they got uh, none dude, of this. What's holding it? This? What's
0: holding them back? How weird is this? My stepdaughter, my younger stepdaughter, she's eighteen. She, she last week she says to me, "Hey, S- hey Scott, you want to watch the ch- the Child's Play series with me?"
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs>
1: Did you watch them on your, your Plex or my Plex?
0: No, no, no. I, I I downloaded them all. I only had like the first two when she said that, and so I grabbed the rest of them because I, honestly, I haven't seen any past three, and I don't remember any past one. I haven't
1: seen any past two, and I'm the same way. I don't really remember two at all. I just remember uh, the opening that uh, he's in a uh, there's a doll factory and it's rec- making more Chucky dolls. Yeah, he does
0: like a voodoo thing, and he puts his body into one. Right, and, yeah.
1: and he goes to he. What What is the kid? He's like a teenager now, and he's in like military school or some shit. That's,
0: that's part three. Is that part, sure part, three? part three? Yeah. Oh fuck! Now, All right, get, now get I my sequels this, mixed look, up.
1: Maybe I did. Yeah, I, maybe two. I haven't seen hardly anything of part two except that opening.
0: I think this is important to bring up on the show. Okay. Because uh, I'm a, I, I'm 44, going on 45. I'm pretty sure. Number wise, I am almost positive I'm forty-four. Um am I forty four? You're Did you I turn born 45? in. you
1: were born in seventy-three. You just, right. just turned you just in turned in, forty-four.
0: It's September 2017, right?
1: You're halfway to forty five. Yeah, Let's I'm put it not that way.
0: 44. All right, all right. I'm not forty-five yet. I, I lost count after twenty, so fuck me. Because
1: I'm halfway to forty two. Uh,
0: my my eighteen year old stepdaughter is, like, fascinating with eighty shit, which is fucking insane. I mentioned it last episode. I'm going to bring it up now because I have the specific name. It's called Dead Meat. It's a YouTube video. It's a YouTube channel on YouTube. Okay. That, that makes sense, right? Yeah. I'm still drunk. Um, <laughs> uh, and it features the kill count. They, they do horror films with the kill count. They did fucking killing. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Now, this guy... I have a daughter... Call her. <laughs> Call her. <laughs> that fucking film is still the best. This guy, I, I 80% of these people that are on YouTube, I fucking hate them. Yeah. From PewDiePie on down. This guy that does Dead Meat, um, I don't have his name in front of me, but this channel's called Dead Meat. He he not only does the kill counts, he's like cool. Um, minute I saw him, I was like, I'm going to hate this fucking guy. I actually like him. He does his research. He knows what he's fucking talking about. So when he talks about these horror films from the 80s, he gives real information about them. Wow, okay, cool. Like, down to, like, screenwriters, special effects artists, uh, what was deleted from the films. This guy's not a fucking jackass. He he is... He knows his shit. He's currently working his way through the Freddy films.
1: And I bet, and
0: I haven't looked at his
1: YouTube channel or anything, I bet that he doesn't have enough subscribers than he actually deserves.
0: I uh, bet he has, right now he's at 482,000.
1: Yeah, that's he's he's doing okay. But there are people with 8 million, 5 million, hell, 2 million subscribers that don't even fucking deserve them.
0: But I, I will say right now, if you're listening to this show on YouTube, look up Dead Meat. This guy's fucking awesome. Cool. His production value is ten times above ours, which means he actually has a set. <laughs> but yeah, he, we both he work full time
1: jobs, and uh, and and you know, I and I do this no, no, no. on on the low on yeah. the low end as far no, as money goes. Obviously.
0: We don't give we don't give a fuck. That's our point. But he know when he we talks about shit, like he actually has shit. That, like he says stuff that I'm like, yeah, he's right. Cool. I'm de- I'm a hundred percent behind it. Anyway, but the because of the show and the fact that she's playing these video games now, like uh, Dead by Daylight, where you can play like classic horror film characters. Okay, she's into like all of a sudden she's in the Leatherface and Jason and shit. She's like, oh, let's watch the Jason films. The other day, I actually was upset because she watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the three, the Dream Warriors Dream with Warriors. her mother without me.
1: Yeah, that scene where where Freddy's swallowing the chick. <laughs> It's it's so bad, but it's so much fun. Part three. Yeah, isn't that isn't part three where it's like his head is huge and he's like, like slowly swallowing like somebody in the movie.
0: Oh, the, the neck. Yeah, yeah, the face. Yeah, the worm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, and it's like 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 Holly texts me that yeah I'm watching Friday the Thirteenth Part Three with Holly, with with Lilith. I'm like, fucking, bitch.
1: Oh, I thought it was. Fr- <laughs> you said Friday the Thirteenth or or. Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: No, no, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, Nightmare on Elm Street. okay, okay. But she, she missed me that. I was like, God damn it, how come I'm not there? I fucking grew up with that shit. Right? You know, yeah, but she's like, yeah, well, Scott, you Mom should will ground watch her. <laughs> yeah, well, you watch the Chucky films with me? I'm like, dead on. I'll fucking watch Chucky with you no no matter what. Yeah, let's do it. I just drop the lap on my foot. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not good. That? No, I'm good. All right, anyway. All right, my, we're 10 let's minutes let's in, and Chucky. we
1: haven't reviewed Lady Bird yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah, right. yeah, welcome to the Movie Sucktastic, everybody. I'm uh, Scott, I'm drunk. Cersei uh, Ronan. On,
1: Man, I love Irish uh, chicks.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: what? what? I said Cersei Ronan. Man, I love Irish chicks.
0: Anyway. Um, She's
1: like your quintessential Irish chick.
0: I'm Scott. The guy who likes Irish chicks is Joey. Yo. Uh, this is Movie Sucktastic, and we review bad movies. If you're fair-skinned and you burn
1: in the sun easily, Hi.
0: <laughs> uh this is movie Stucktastic we review films, usually bad films, but right. when the Oscars come around we review the top Oscar nominees. And right now we're we're on our fourth episode trying to get out all nine best picture nominees. It's not our fourth. And this episode, episode we're reviewing <laughs> Ladybird.
1: It's not our fourth episode. It's our fourth week. This is our seventh episode.
0: Uh all right, yeah.
1: What you said <laughs> What I said um,
0: Because we're recording two episodes tonight. Because we have to burn through nine fucking Oscar films. Scott needs alcohol to get through it. Five best pictures a a week, a year isn't enough.
1: No. Nope.
0: Yeah, because we need to make room for Lady Bird.
1: Yeah, we need to make movie uh, room for movies like Lady Bird. Now, normally, when we when we when we have five, for the for the most part, I'm not digging at least three of them. Like, there's like two movies when it's five that I was like, oh, okay, I like those two and the other three are like, bleh. Of the nine, so far, the only movies that I truly loved were Three Billboards, Shape of Water and Get Out. Everything after that, I'm just like,
0: meh. Dunkirk, I I mean,
1: Dunkirk I think is a well-made movie and I think Christopher Nolan wins director and picture because he's deserving of it. Or as I
0: like to call it, where does a guy? Where can a guy take a fucking shit?
1: Right. But as far as 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 the the best best film so far,
0: uh, hang on a second. I think I'm going
1: Shape of Water or Three Billboards.
0: Um. Ow. Ow. Fuck the ceilings are low down here. (laughs) Um.
1: You uh, make sure your new house doesn't have low ceilings.
0: No, fuck. They're all vaulted ceilings. Fuck that shit. Good um
1: now i haven't uh, seen three. haven't seen the post or phantom thread yet so i can't make that that ultimate decision of what i found those are our the last best two films movie. we
0: have to see correct yes
1: but uh nothing none of these movies truly stands out to me where it's like my mind is fucking blown it this movie is so good this absolutely deserves well. best picture
0: Well, last episode we reviewed uh, "Call Me by Your Name" and there was some blowing going on there. There There's plenty of blowing in
1: that, yes.
0: (laughs) And it wasn't Um, just
1: my mind.
0: Okay, so (laughs) let me let me start. I'm I'm going to start off the bat with our review of Lady Bird, in that, um, so far out of all the films you watched, right? This is my least favorite film,
1: Lady Bird. Yes. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Can I? I be, Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Of thank all the you. films so oh, far, well,
0: so fucking Thank you. Well,
1: I told you when I when I first saw the film, I, I told you I said I don't think it's a bad film by any means, but this the, this praise nope. that it's getting, I said it's that
0: not I. Not a I, by any means. No, no,
1: no, it's not a bad film. But I had told Scott, I, I told him that I had seen the film, and that I, and I said that it's not a bad film by any means. But I am not on board
0: with the praise that this movie is getting at all. Oh, 100, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? What the, who the fuck? What lazy ass motherfuckers are giving this film 100% on Rotten Fucking Tomatoes? Please.
1: Female bitch. director. Female lead. It's not a bad film. No. MeToo.com. I get you. It, I it's understand. It's just, no and one I, is getting, just like they weren't going to give Wonder Woman a bad review, they're not giving this film a bad review.
0: Dude, you know what? I understand, I empathize, and I agree to an extent. Yes, women are getting fucked over less than right. This is the year of Trump. This is the year of, hey, maybe we should mention the fact that every other guy in Hollywood fucking, like, wants to rape us. I <laughs> yeah. agree with that 100%. And I'm, I'm on board with the Me Too movement. And if this film wins Best Picture because of it, I will still be angry. But I will understand. Right. But, but Lady Bird is another coming-of-age film. And please, if you be so kind as to direct me to the one non-cliché part of this film, and I will thank you.
1: <laughs> no, the movie is all cliché. Everything was, down down to the, down to the gay boyfriend.
0: Yeah, no no, no. no let's, let's clarify. Down to the excited about school, stage plays, and singing. Turns out to be gay, artistic friend. Yeah. No shit. Really. Okay. Yeah. Because the, it, it, everything it's like, from right, her uh,
1: ditching her her friend to be part of the cool crowd, oh, and then uh, going I'm back to the, her friend.
0: Ditching the fat. Friend, by the way, let's just underline. Yeah. Let's underline that because that's where it's not the friend; it's the fat friend. <laughs> it's the fucking fat friend, because it's always the fucking fat friend in these girl movies. Where oh, I'm popular now with the skinny rich bitch, and and can we please? If we're going to do a film about like lower class people, the poor people, which I'm all for. Please, I'm so tired of rich people problems, but. Do we, can we do it where we're not comparing them to rich people and say, hey, this is about poor people, but she befriends a rich person so we can have like scenes with them in the pool and stuff and doing rich people things because that's more cinematically like obvious. (laughs) Fuck you. Really? (laughs) That's where we're going with this. You know, oh, you know, what what was that? Alan Arkin. Um, What was Hmm. the Alan Arkin film? (laughs) Late, late uh, in the 90s.
1: oh oh um i know uh slums of of beverly hills
0: slums of beverly hills it's like that shit over again but let's cross it with juno but take out all the parts that are fun (laughs) and just make it about a boring rich boring poor snot bitch artistic teenage girl who wants to be and you know what the first time she says why can't I be like the girls in, the in, in like, the magazines? I understand. The third time she says it, fuck you. You know why you can't be like the girls in the magazines. Because you're not skinny enough and your tits aren't bigger. Fuck you.
1: As a Seriously. picture as a picture of her being super skinny and not wearing a bra. It comes up in the exactly. slideshow. <laughs> exactly.
0: You know what? All right. I just... Mmm. Mmm. It, it's... That's it, what I'm this, thinking when
1: this, I look at this, this picture. Mmm.
0: This... Sorry. Yeah, this whole <laughs> film with me was like, was like, all right, Juno did it better and with more fun. Yeah. And, and, he, uh, 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 I'll let you take over because I've lost words.
1: You've lost the words to speak.
0: Lost the words.
1: You've lost the words, sir. Um, so this I'm film, of- this film, uh, in a lot of ways, it's also a mother daughter movie. She has this strained relationship. Well, it is a little Can't, bit. She has this strained oh, relationship with her mother. Her mother
0: is. Oh, there's stock.
1: Uh, a wow.
0: teenage girl with a strained relationship with her f- mother. W- wow, where could I find that except in my fucking house?
1: <laughs> or, ten, you know, on ten different channels on TV right now. So exactly. Oh, it, gee. It's, it's, She has a strained relationship with her mother, even though by the time the film is over, she's thanking her mother, which is in the trailer, by the way. It's like one of the last scenes in the movie, or is the last scene in the movie. As a matter of fact, that is the the last scene in the movie is in the trailer and TV spot. Wait,
0: Wait, wait, wait. You mean the scene where the girl that keeps trying to escape her home, like her town, like at the end realizes that what she treasures most is the place she was trying to escape? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that coming at all.
1: Now, I don't know if the film is loosely based on the director, because... It
0: is. It is, by the way. It is.
1: I think, you know, I got that feeling because they keep... the Not that they keep saying it, because they're not. They, they just keep showing side-by-side pictures of her and Lady Bird... Uh, uh, they're, Cer- they're Cersei Ronan's just, character. So I just get the them. feeling after watching it and looking at these pictures, because I put this slideshow together, I was like, "Oh, this is probably loosely based yeah, or rub, more rub factually based."
0: What? Oh,
1: yeah, would, you, would you? I, would
0: you I, st- I know. I I did a slideshow. I apologize. No, nobody knows this. Nobody knows know. this.
1: I, nobody knows this. So you don't. If you bring it up, you you draw attention to it.
0: I, I should because I'm a horrible person because I didn't get the slideshow done.
1: You're so and, terrible, I'm telling you. Right, I'm you know I'm glad you're moving to Texas. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, see, I I deserve that. Stop, I deserve it. Stop.
1: Stop. So anyway, so that she has this strained relationship with her mother. It's a small part of the film, but it is a part of the film. She, and that's cliched. Her, she goes to Catholic school, and. <sighs> All the kids are, in, in in some ways, rebellious. That's cliche. Oh, yeah.
0: I she didn't go,
1: that one. Her boyfriend turns out to be gay. That's cliche. Then she gets yeah. a new no, boyfriend.
0: No, again, not her boyfriend. The the go. Glee stage play loving musical talented boyfriend turns out to be closeted gay.
1: <laughs> so then she turns she gets another boyfriend who is uh, actually Timothy Chalamet who was in the last film we reviewed Call Me By Your Name he is like in this rock band he's the cool kid and, and whatnot. she becomes uh, his girlfriend and of course he's you know that, not so much an asshole but he's just a uninvolved kind of self important
0: douche Teenage, you mean, you mean a, a straight teenage boy? Yeah, yeah. No, and and the first time you see him, you, you have no idea that he's not going to come out to be a reliable like love interest. Right. N- no, no, because he sp- he keeps smoking and reading, um, history of the United States of America or whatever it was, uh, yeah, you know, which, yeah. Re- <laughs> really? Uh, because if they had him reading, um, uh, like, uh fucking uh, being in nothingness it would have been too cliche <laughs> and we can't have that for this film because you know it's california after all we can't have a reading french people well, in film yeah. book has to be an american book uh, seriously
1: <laughs> and just,
0: uh, w- really what the fuck i i told holly she was at work i was i was watching this I, she went to bed I it's like don't bother and I, she went, well, how was the film it was a coming of age film about a teenage girl it's like, oh shit, that was a response. Oh shit, it <laughs> was you know, and you know what? She was a teenage girl, and she was like, fuck that shit.
1: Uh, I fuck have to say, the in in and, and if I want to talk about parts of the movie that I liked, I think I like the father, just because he seems so broken down and beaten.
0: Uh, but they do that on purpose. They he's do like it the on hip, like the they do it on they father, do it on purpose.
1: And, yeah. But I didn't find myself enjoying the film. Uh, more often than when he was on screen just because of the it, way he was. Maybe because it was just a, diff- a different change of direction for such a why, cliched film.
0: You know why? Because you and I are both older men that have kids. And we're <laughs> like, yeah, I understand this guy. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm happy to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, whatever happens, I'm not fucking dead. I don't care. That's, that's what you and I like bonded with because that's the only thing we had to bond with in this fucking film as middle-aged straight men. And, and as far was, as was, was, was just the uh, the part of yeah, I'm gonna lose my job, but at least I'm not fucking dead yet. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: And, and as Fuck far you. as far as what I liked about the movie, I think I I liked the opening of the film, and then that was kind of really it. As far as something I could take away that I actually really enjoyed. Please refresh my memory. Well, the opening of the film starts off with her and her mother in the car, and they're just going back and forth. They're having. Uh, this this oh, back and forth wait, 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 argument no, no, no. and oh, hold
0: on they finished re- they finished listening to the grapes of wrath on book tape
1: that's right on audiobook
0: right and then they immediately go into this fucking like argument and which ends with her jumping out of the fucking car
1: right and that was yeah, the right. ol- that was the only part that, was, that i was just like oh the, the, the was that,
0: yeah that was the last part of the film i enjoyed too thank you you are <laughs> i agree with you 100% joey yes yeah, this film peaked ten minutes into the fucking film, and the, uh, this film peaked before the opening fucking credits, and everything after that was a letdown. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, my sister-in-law vehemently hated this movie, and she really she,
0: the the tattoo artist.
1: Yes, <laughs> she she texted me, she texted, <laughs> she texted me after she saw it to let me know how much she hated the
0: movie. <laughs> now that. Now, I didn't hate them,
1: I didn't hate the movie, but I, I didn't really enjoy it either. So That,
0: that says so much to me that your, your, your uh, sister-in-law, who is a fucking tattoo artist, uh, who probably lives the fucking alternate culture, um, and she didn't like this fucking film. right. Thank <laughs> you.: Thank you, thank you.: thank She you. thought it was a pretentious
1: it, piece of garbage.:
0: Hey, <laughs> you know what? I feel so much better in my opinion of this film. That somebody who, who's, whose opinion I respect on that level hated the film just as much. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Well, I think hate is a strong word. I didn't hate it, but Dude, I, I certainly right. didn't like it.
0: Now, it, can, was can an, it was
1: honest? an okay movie.
0: May I be honest? Sure. I wanted this film knowing nothing about it except the fact that it the director and writer was a female. And the main character is female. Right. I knew nothing about it. This is obvious because I kept calling it the gay film because I just assumed the main character was gay because it was a female film.
1: <laughs> now, uh, I knew I, nothing about it as well, and I knew it wasn't a gay movie. So there I guess the difference is I, I in, still the, feel in like, the pudding.
0: I still feel like my my, my interpretation of it as the gay film still stands. Um, so I wanted this film blind. Difference in the pudding. Really knowing oh, nothing about that. it. And now <laughs> I I I have grown up. I've 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 been through. Um, uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Right. Juno. Right. Um, feel free to throw out any other female like like focused films of that type. I mean, I'm not insensitive to the female character. Kids. <laughs> kids. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, Jesus. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: Yeah, I know you are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah uh, um. <laughs> what was I going to fucking say you were saying you've um, been
1: through films uh, no 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 no, no. Oh.
0: when you say kids I'm thinking of like an alternate version of that I'm like uh, Jeepers Creepers too.
1: oh <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like, like I, I'm not immune to the idea of like a female character teenage female character lead hey I like Stranger Things 1 and 2 well, the yeah. TV show, sure. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I you know, uh, Harold and Maude. All right, not teenage girl. I get you. But anyway, teenage boy. But yeah. But I'm just saying. I, I said not teenage girl. So I yeah, admit wh- that. Wh-
1: but but the, there are a million people that don't know anything about Harold and Maude. So I just elaborated so th- a bit. I,
0: yeah. I just and elaborated a little bit they need to go if you if you're listening to this and you don't know what Harold and Maude is go back and watch Harold and fucking Maud and
1: then watch uh, my dinner with Andre
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yes and stop watching fucking television
1: yeah stop watching MTV stop watching reality yeah. TV just go I watch thinking, some just thinking, go watch something with substance
0: i was thinking like stop watching glee and will and grace and watch real fucking movies but anyway um well yeah I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. Put me, point me back on.
1: What, uh, what point was it getting to? You were talking about uh, movies with female leads.
0: This film sucks. <laughs> All right. Only because it's like, oh, she's artistic, but and she she's like rebels against her poor parents, and they live next to rich people, and she wants to befriend rich people. And she so she like she like betrays her like fat friend. Again, her fat friend. Has to be a fat friend. God forbid we fucking had a skinny friend who was geeky. But then it's like the it's either the geeky friend or the fat friend. It can't be both, and it can't be neither. It has to be a geeky friend or a fat friend. It's there's nothing less than fucking cliche about this fucking movie than fucking anything. Even mm. to the fucking aspect of fucking Catholic school. Being the fucking place you have to fucking rebel against because by god and then again but again and the whole idea is everything she rebels against she goes back to because she rebels against the you know and we have to have the nun tell her oh you obviously love this area really <laughs> yeah uh, oh because in, in about 20 minutes she's gonna confirm that and then she has to move to new york city the east coast and I realize how fucking shitty this is And like oh yeah and then right back to her mother call her mother's say, yeah i i, I remember I love the way I came from, and I love the Catholic. Well, I have to go back to the church after I get drunk because you know I, everything I rebelled against. I actually love. This is a fucking conservative film, and this is a this is a conservative film in liberal clothing. This That's is right. like this this is this is the film where it says, "Yeah, you liberals, you think you, you 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 hate everything, and then when you leave it, guess what? You're gonna wish you were back in the church." And you wish you're, you're gonna wish you had like fucking like restraint and wish you understood. And I bet you wish you had read Atlas Shrugged too, because that's a fucking genius book. You know, fuck you.
1: <laughs> I'm a, I was on board till you said Atlas shrugged.
0: <laughs> hey, this whole film was like a <laughs> conservative film in liberal clothing. It's like yeah, this is a liberal girl, but at the end she realizes everything I love in life is conservative. Fuck you. I, th- this whole film is a fucking shit. This, this, th- this film is pretending to be feminist and pretending to be liberal. And what it is is, is like, yeah, by the way, all that stuff you love, at the end, you're going to come back to the church and you're going to come back to worshiping rich people because that's all you fucking have. Fuck you. Fuck Lady Bird. <laughs> fuck her. I'd rather, I, I'd rather fucking blow an apricot-flavored dick. Than 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 fucking Apricot. buying this bullshit, fuck you. Napoleon Dynamite was more grounded in reality than this fucking movie. I like Napoleon Dynamite. I don't, and I'm still saying it's, it's more <laughs> grounded reality than this piece of shit. Fucking wanna be rebellious, but uh, at, at the end, oh yeah, you know everything that I'm rebelling against is is really what I want to belong in because you know. Really, what I really should do is go back to my religious roots and and, and uh you know fuck you
1: <laughs> at the end of the film, film when she calls her mother and she's basically thanking her uh about she you know her name because throughout the whole film anytime oh, yeah. anyone oh, calls her that company. by her real name she says yeah. my name is ladybird she oh, doesn't want she doesn't w- she doesn't all. want to be called you know anything. But Ladybird. I think her name, her really? real name uh, is his Catherine or something like that, or I, I forget 100% what it is. you only 100% you only find on, out until the end of the movie what
0: her real name is. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, really? Is it really a hundred percent? Apparently, from what I was reading, for the for a brief period, it held the, the record for a hundred percent rating until somebody dared to give it a negative review. Yeah, and it was ninety nine percent.
1: Yeah. Did they change yeah, their so, review to a good one, and now it's back at a hundred?
0: Uh, yeah, fuck this film. R- really, this is this is what we're striving for. This is what we're striving for. Yeah, this shit that could have been done in the fucking nineties. And
1: and I hate to keep bringing Television. it. I hate to keep bringing it up, but when movies like this get nominated, it makes me even more angry that Nocturnal Animals did not.
0: Best Picture. Th- this is Best Picture. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, now let me let me underline. It's not a bad movie.
1: It's not a bad movie by any means, but I just, I just didn't enjoy it, it.
0: it. The only reason this film was painful to me was that every time, every five minutes I'm watching, I'm thinking, "Best picture." Huh. Really, best picture, best fucking picture, really, best picture. No, no, no. best, not, not not best screenplay, best you know, best picture. Really.
1: You know, yeah. I, just, I just took a look on Rotten Tomatoes for Nocturnal Animals. Uh, it's got a fresh rating, but I find this—no, I shouldn't say I find this hard to believe because there's just a lot of dumb people that didn't get the amount of fucking dumb. People. Well, it didn't get the amount of things that were subtle, things that were that were just way out in the open, and Dude, the brilliance shit. of the film. It's only seventy. Nocturnal animals is only seventy three
0: percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now now I'll give you. I'll 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 admit, nocturnal animals isn't everybody's cup of tea. No, I know. I would not recommend. All right, this does not pass the parent test. I would not recommend Nocturnal Animals to my parents. I don't think either of them would enjoy the film. But I I really feel like the Oscars should rise above the. would you recommend this to a random person and it hit the point where, Hey, this is artistic expression to a point beyond the fucking mainstream audience. And, and, and Lady Bird, there's nothing above mainstream to that fucking film. Yeah. It, and again, not a bad movie. I'm not saying it's bad, but <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, you brought it up either this episode or last episode. I'm a little drunk, so I forget, but, um, The Blind Side and An Education. Oh, right. Like that year. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there were films there. I was like, "Yeah, these films fucking suck." (laughs) I I, I haven't seen a bad film this year yet. This film is is the lowest I've seen so far, and I wouldn't call it a bad film. But when you're talking Oscar nomination, oh yeah. I, I understand. We've been through a lot as a country. Our, our our expectations have been lowered a lot, but c- can we please like rise above this petty bullshit and admit that a teen, an artistic teenage girl rebelling against poor parents and trying to get into like you know artistic schools, and then at the end deciding that she really values her religious and poor roots, is not fucking original. It's not fucking groundbreaking. And it's not even fucking interesting.
1: <laughs> so, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got okay. 247 reviews. Three are, are rotten. It's got a 99% okay. rating. I want to read the yeah. three. Just the little blurbs. Okay, please. Okay. Um, I suspect that many audiences who return to Lady Bird will be disappointed as to how the movie stands up. It is a much worse movie the second time around, I promise you. (laughs) I agree. Written by a man, so I'm sure he's receiving tons of shit for it.
0: Yeah, anyway.
1: There's this person, his name is Eric Estrada. But it's (laughs) it's not the actor Eric Estrada.
0: Of course not.
1: It is an unfortunate game in which a film seeks its identity while chasing a ghostly character who in turn seeks her own personality. Bad review. Uh, um. Uh, that,
0: I, I, I would want I would need to see more of that review but I, I, I feel like we're on the same wavelength
1: Yeah. and then the last one, the only other one that is, that is not a good review is written by Alicia Queen so it's female Ooh, it's a female woman just like it's title character, Lady Bird is quirky and sentimental but despite best attempts, never really defines itself into anything meanif- meaningful thank you And then the the other 244 are all best film I've ever seen, ever, ever. God, it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: Fuck all of you. (laughs) Seriously, you know, um.
1: Oh, you'll like this one. This is a positive. Uh, With writing and direction this smart, Lady Bird is a joy to watch. Hmm. That's it? That's it. Well, I mean, there's more, yeah. but I, that, I'm not going to yeah. read the full review. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It may, Maybe it's because I grew up in the 80s where this kind of film was like every other fucking made-for-TV movie. Right. But I'm not seeing anything new here. Uh, now, last episode, we reviewed Call Me By Your Name. Yes. And And I admitted that since the film takes place in the 80s, by the third act, I kept waiting for the scene where the gay guys got curb stomped by like homophobes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, not because I wanted it, but because it was the '80s, and I kind of felt like this was a twist we're waiting for, and it never happened. The second shoe never dropped. With Lady Bird, please bear with me. This is not like a, like a weird male macho need or anything, but there were certain scenes in the film where I kept waiting for. Uh, where I kept thinking to myself, this is where she is raped, right? <laughs> uh, I, and uh, not, not in a positive and I to, way. I, not I, like I was I, wanting it. And, and, but,
1: uh, I have to say, I didn't think of that one time. <laughs> I just so have to just point me. that out.
0: All right. So, so uh, like my wife, I, I had a point where I felt by myself, this film's not rapey enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Except this wasn't, um, you know, like Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> so this uh, this is the last uh, positive I'll read before uh, I'm just done with it. Lady Bird okay. will stay with you long after the credits roll, it won't, helping it become one of the definitive coming-of-age movies of our time. No. The greatest wow. coming-of-age really? film, the greatest coming-of-age film of our time is Stand By Me. End of fucking story. Done. There's no... F- you could argue with me and I... No. It's it's that is the definitive coming wow. of age film. It is the greatest that, coming of age film ever.
0: Now I, I like I, here's what I find interesting about this challenge by you is that we just reviewed two films on a row that are con- technically coming of age films. Right. Uh, Call me by your name and then Lady Bird, both of which a lot of their uh, a significant portion less so with Lady Bird more so with Call Me by Your Name a significant portion is evolved around sex. You have highlighted a film from 20 years ago. More. 30. What? 30. All right, all right, don't don't fucking do that.
1: Sorry, but it's it's I'm 30 old, it's, it's 32 fucking, years ago.
0: You know, we're fucking old enough as it is. Stop helping. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying is but you, the film you're choosing from a few decades ago has to do more with, with death, death than death. with sex. Yep. Uh, so, so I find it interesting with the middle-aged male perspective that your idea of a coming-of-age story has less to do with connection and uh, passion. Ooh, pardon me. <laughs> as it does with with death and violence.
1: And I stand by it.
0: I'm I, and I'm not challenging that. Oh, I know I'm you're not. am saying it's an interesting perspective. Well, thank you. Now. If you ask me to pick my favorite coming of age film, wow. I hadn't even thought of this until this point, which is weird because I prepare for these shows. But um if I was in if you were gonna say, Scott, what's your favorite coming of age film? Um now Harold and Maud is my first choice just because I love the film and it has to do with sex death and uh and um young young boys and old women, <laughs> which I don't know, I get a weird thing for but um, I'm trying to think, like, like <laughs> if if I was going to pick a coming of age film, um, if, if if it would come closer to sex or closer to death, and I think hair Le Maud* kind of comes to both. Okay. But more more death, more death than sex, but like, death is there, but sex redeems it. Um, but I, you know, like like I wouldn't have jumped to *I'll um, uh, Stand, Stand by, by Me*. me. Stand by me. Stand by me. That's what I said. Stand by me. What's the other? What's the other film with the high school? The high school. Yeah, the black the black teacher with the high school where he barred the doors and stuff. Oh, the. um, What's that called? Is that Stand by Me? The no,
1: the song. You stand by me. Well, no, no, no. You're thinking of the song "Stand by Me," which was in the film. But saying yes, that's the Stand one. By
0: me.
1: Yes, the, the the film you're thinking of is with Morgan Freeman, and that yeah. that actually is a true story based on uh the, story, the, yeah. the high school in Irvington, New Jersey.
0: Right, right. It's not a Stephen King novel. Definitely.
1: No, it's a short story.
0: What's that called? That's called *Stand by Me* too.
1: No, it's not. Isn't it? No, it's not. It's uh, shit.
0: Lean on me. Lean, lean on, me. on
1: me. There you go. Yes,
0: lean on me. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's a
1: great film, by the way.
0: Uh, eh, it's okay.
1: No, Morgan Freeman really brings that one home. I mean, yeah, without, he's, without he's him, better. without him, it's an okay film. With him, it's a great film.
0: Yeah, he's better when he's playing God. Um. <laughs> Stop. I, see, see, like you've got me thinking now, and I, I'm in a quandary here as well, an '80s child. Why don't you bring I'm it like, to I'm the not...
1: show next week then, so that you really pick the right one?
0: Well, I'm just saying, I, like, like off the top of my head, like, is like coming of age films, Scott. Like, hmm, I don't know, uh, Goonies. <laughs> I, I, as much know, as I, I love,
1: as much as I love Goonies. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't right. go. I wouldn't go. Goonies.
0: You know, I, this is the kind of question that I honestly feel like I, I I'm a bit deeper on a philosophical standpoint. So when like you say coming of age film, I feel like I have a lot of soul searching to do. <laughs> I mean, I really do. If you really, I can't just like say yeah, the film about four ki- four like male like white male kids looking for a dead body. I can't commit to that any more than I commit to. Uh, you know, the the snotty fucking lower class uh, artistic bitch that thinks she's better than everybody else until she goes to New York and gets like too drunk. Yeah, they
1: Yeah. For me, for me, Stand by Me. 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 There, that for, for really, for all intents and purposes, is what? nearly from a, from a male a, is nearly a perfect film too.
0: Well, from a male perspective too. Don't forget, you're t- you're, you're thinking of coming of age from a male perspective and a younger. These aren't teenagers. These are prepubescent children.
1: Yeah, they're like twelve yeah. years old.
0: Exa- prepubescent. Yeah. I stand. I, well, I stand by that. They're so, so.
1: They're so almost teenagers, though. No,
0: no, no pubes. Prepubescent, <laughs> because, because uh, uh, Sutherland. Kiefer. Kiefer, thank you. Kiefer Sutherland is the pubescent male. He he represents like a uh, like, uh, pubescence leading into adulthood, and they rebel against him. So there's, it's really not even a coming of age, almost as like a rebelling against coming of age, if you think about it. Because Keith for is the uh, is the coming of age man character in that film. Uh, so you're actually you're no. actually bringing up a film that's about rebelling against adulthood.
1: By the time that, that movie by the time that movie ends, they've they've grown up a little bit. It's definitely a coming of age emotionally,
0: but they're rebelling against this idea of manhood. The, the, the stereotypical manhood and they're coming against that on a, on a philosophical and an emotional level but' we're, you know if we're talking sexual, emotional, which is what Ladybird comes to, I, I, I think that I'm not arguing with you against your decision but I'm saying that there is an element there where the film actually rebels against the idea of the masculine male adulthood, and they're they're coming of age, but rebelling against the idea of coming of age. What? And and we get, we get I, I I don't know I, I'm lot.
1: I'm not going to. Uh,
0: I think the Sandlot even like like exemplifies my point.
1: This I like the Sandlot. I wouldn't choose I it as my, want to bring it up my my my, I, my top. I can't stand
0: that fucking film.
1: I don't understand why. That's a fun movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's fucking. Awesome.
1: All right. Just, just, <laughs> uh, yeah, then <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think you could choose a coming of age film.
0: <laughs> I I will. I promise next episode I will tell you my my quintessential coming of age film. And As, it won't be um, aside from Harold and Maud.
1: I mean it can it be, be. If that's your choice, I that's probably, your choice. It's but, not
0: my choice. I guarantee I can come up with something better than that. Okay. But uh,
1: but I, I'm saying uh, it's stand by me, and see, I that see, is that is my decision. I will not change my mind, I can guarantee no. it.
0: And and again, everything I said, I'm not trying to change your mind. No, and but you won't,
1: I, but I know I, what you mean.
0: It's an interesting concept, and especially when we consider male point of view versus female point of view, and sexual versus philosophical, emotional, because again... There's nothing really sexual involved in Stand By Me. Hardly it's really anything. more philosophical, um, emotional, uh, maybe a bit about, uh, again, more death than sex involved in that. Right. Um, so it's interesting that that's the parallel. I don't know where I fall into on that. I have to do some research.
1: <laughs> okay, you do um, that.
0: When I say research, I mean I have to do some soul searching on that. Okay. Uh, but please remind me because next episode when we come back before we review the Oscar film, I want to weigh on this because I've made way too much about it.
1: Yeah, it's been going on for about <laughs> but, ten minutes, but and, and right, now but and now I'm ready. Short. Now I'm ready to end the show because we're forty five minutes in.
0: Okay. Long story short ladybird can suck it it's a cliche fucking film it (laughs) offers nothing new to the genre right and as far as best picture it's so far from everything i've seen it is the least qualified candidate for best picture i would prefer i get out has more has more qualifications for best picture than this fucking mediocre piece of shit
1: this is one of those films where Remove this movie and put in disaster artist. If you if you want to look for a There's movie no to, to have disaster artists sneak in, this would probably be the film if, to promote.
0: If you swap those two films, I wouldn't blink an eye. Like, all right, yeah, they're both they're both as deserving, which means they're both equally undeserving. Of them. <laughs> that's all. that's it. Yeah. That's it.
1: All right. So let's go ahead and rate this then. Oh. And I can guarantee you. And you know what? It's it's actually interesting. Lady Bird is only a seven point eight on IMDb.
0: There are there's it,
1: a lot of people that aren't buying the hype.
0: It, you know what? It, Rotten Tomatoes is is all like professional critics. Yeah. And professional critics, honestly, there's a bit of whorishness in there. Not a hundred percent, but I mean, like, there's a the level of like. This is what's expected. IMDb rating, as much as I disagree with a lot of them, is a bit more pure. Um, yeah. So,
1: like, for instance, uh, uh, it only had 6,000 votes. Uh, they gave it 10s. It was the least... As far as the most votes given, It was 10s were the least amount yeah. given.
0: Now, IMDb has, like, almost 50,000 votes, and it's around 7.8.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right now.
0: Right. Now, so, now, honestly...
1: 9,500 votes went to a 9. Almost 15,000 votes went to an 8. 11,000 votes went to a 7.
0: I hate that you can see these demographics and I I can't. I think you
1: need to open it in in a different browser.
0: I think so, too. But, um, so... Now, just to show that I'm not being obscenely unfair... Okay. uh, Last episode we did "Call Me by Your Name" and we gave it seven. Yes. I will easily, without flinching, give this film the same rating.
1: I was actually thinking a six.
0: I would go seven. I- I'm okay with seven.
1: Only because it's, it's above average, and a six it would put it, it would put it at that,
0: and a seven. I you know what I'm okay with a seven. I feel like um, uh, what's her name from Roseanne that plays the mother? Oh, Laurie Metcalf. Laurie Metcalf, great fucking performance. Even the lead character, she gives a great performance. Oh, Cersei. Ronan, uh, sure. It, it's not a it's not a badly written film. My main complaints against it are mainly that I've seen this shit before, and off the film offers absolutely nothing new. But it's it is orchestrated properly. I don't feel like a seven is a bad rating. I would easily give it a seven. If you wanted to push me to an eight, I would argue.
1: No, fuck no. I don't want okay to push with you. A seven? Yeah, I'm okay with a seven. If I'm pushing you anywhere, it would be closer to a six. <laughs> but so, so we're cool with seven. We're cool with seven.
0: All right, seven it is. It's rated uh if, if you go to imdb and for some reason you can able you're able like to search people's ratings Movie like Tastic is in there um actually like if you click on it it says movie like Tastic, and then like in parentheses my name s michael wilson with the pretentious first initial mm. uh so our ratings are there you can like see our ratings on imdb under if you did if you do a search for movie like Tastic.
1: where would you do um, a search in the uh just I, the I search don't feature
0: an idea I don't know how IMDb works. I I'm have never no fucking actually, idea. I've
1: never actually s- searched for us.
0: Uh, but my uh, uh, our ratings are public, and like right now, like your ratings, the f- the first five that show up are a Get Out at seven, Darkest Hour at seven, Dunkirk at eight, Call Me by Your Name at seven, and Lady Bird at seven. Wow. Uh, it shows us by year and like uh, let me let me. Uh, it has a bunch of like different like variations here. By if you go by history, comedy we average six point nine, romance we av- average six point seven. Basically, we uh, we average six for most stuff. Thriller we average five point nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Top rated years are are, are, are if, for MovieSectastic. Like our top favorite years are two thousand and fourteen and two thousand and fifteen. I don't understand most of this. I mean, I don't. I don't know what we've rated. I mean, are these like I, are
1: these statistics that only you can see?
0: Uh, if you go to MovieSectastic, like you can see all of this.
1: See, I don't know where to go.
0: On I IMDb don't either. for IMDb's that, IMDb is a fucking joke. Really, <laughs> honestly, as far as far as like like, like uh, community or um, what's what's the phrase now? Um, group social media. As far as oh. social media goes, IMDb is still a fucking joke. I can't tell. I don't know where you'd go to look at this stuff. Because when I look, do I, a
1: search I, for Movie Sucktastic on IMDb, it brings me up to This Movie Sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, we'll promise. Lifetime Filmo. Why do we have, like, one? We have, like, badges here. Lifetime total, 10+. plus. Oh. I, I don't understand what any of this means. Yeah, IMDb is a fucking joke, really. All right. Um, like, if you're not looking for movie like times and alternate like titles, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> um, but but it's the standard, so there it is.
1: There it is. All right. So let's go ahead and end this shit. We uh, we're trying to keep these shows under an hour. This week, finally, we we were successfully able to do that.
0: Yeah, and the more drunk I get, the less likely it is, and I apologize for
1: that. <laughs> anyway, uh, as always, I don't really give a uh, shit. I do apologize. <laughs> as, uh, the, 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 why are you apologizing? <laughs>
0: because I'm I'm too nice. I don't
1: give a fuck. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I don't fucking. Care. <laughs> fucking I don't fucking care. No, sorry, I'm everybody. Sorry. No, anyway, I'm sorry.
1: Anyway, episode two hundred and sixty-nine of Movie Sucktastic. We are getting up there. Ow. Yeah. Uh, go to hold, our. Go, hold on, hold on, what? hold on.
0: What? Stop the music. Stop the music.
1: Stop the music.
0: Stop the music. Okay. I want to point this out.
1: Oh shit! I've been listening
0: to the old episodes of Movie Sucktastic. Okay. I went back to episode number. I think it's six.
1: Oh god. Where we? Six. Which one is? Now, hold I on. Can't... Let me see. Uh, is six Avatar? No, that's seven. No. What we six? talked
0: about an, uh, a christmas carol
1: oh okay yeah
0: all right i want to point out just just i was listening to that on the on the drive to work uh, a couple nights ago and i was like oh, well, let me start at, like six because that's the first episode i can actually hear in my car radio because my car radio is is like as a bluetooth speaker okay because of my car 2009 um so I'm like, episode six is where to start because we can actually hear ourselves now, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> episode six is very important because there are two things stated in episode six about the Oscars that need to be repeated right now. One is we both agreed. It's like I was like Joey, is this year we don't. This is like our fuck you to the Oscars. We're done with them, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, fuck the Oscars. We're done with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's number one.
1: That's number one.
0: Number two is that
1: was two thousand. This- that was two thousand and nine, right? That was when they went to ten nominees.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah. a year after because we're bitching about that. Okay, and then after we say that, like a minute or two after that, Scott says, "Joey, I've got a great idea. Yeah, what? This year we should like like record ourselves watching the Oscars <laughs> and like talk about it while we're watching it." <laughs> That's the episode where I came up with the idea of what we've been doing since fucking then.
1: Well, and you know what? That was right. You came. It
0: was, you, I, I, I didn't remember that. I listened. I was like, "Holy shit, that was my idea." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it was my fucking idea," and and I regret it to this day.
1: But <laughs> you came to my house. Was, you came to my house. We hung. Up. We we put the mirror up so we could watch the show <laughs> because we put the couch up against the TV. And this is what the ironic part about that is. You know how we have our show now where you have your little box of video in the bottom corner. I have my little Mother? video in the bottom corner. We were doing we did the exact same thing. We were superimposed over the, the, of the TV. You had us sitting in front of the television with you saw us and then the TV behind us displaying the Oscars. There's two right. things I remember. There's that. There's three things. I, there's that. We hung the microphone from the ceiling, from the drop ceiling.
0: Right. <laughs> and we,
1: we did like a boom mic type, type of setup. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, that was the year that Cablevision or Comcast, I forget which provider, dropped ABC. And we were the only place you could watch the Oscars for like an hour.
0: And we kept and posting one,
1: that on Facebook.
0: I have one more to add to that.
1: Oh, I have one more too. That was the year uh, that was the night that Sean gave us human centipede. Oh yeah.
0: That, god damn it. I thought it was gonna be the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we're doing the whole Oscar thing, like Sean like tunes in is like, Yeah, have you heard about this like like uh human centipede thing? It's like what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was that night.
0: And you know, you know what annoys me about that? It was like five years previous to that, I would have been, I would have been the one saying, "Hey guys, have you heard about this shit?" And like, sh- and like, and like it was like the changing of the guard. Shaw was like the one is like keeping up on the shit, right? Like, yeah, and they so they show the sh- the chick's mouth to his ass. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, I, re- I remember. Like, I can go back the episode, but I remember vividly, like, like reading that, like. That's not a real film.
1: There's yeah. no
0: fucking way that's a real film. Well, then
1: he sent us a picture. They had a still shot, <laughs>
0: yeah. which and I was, is I, st-
1: and which I was is, still
0: like that's not a real film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that picture is the the scene that I have in the opening that I did. The uh, the scene from Human the- Centipede. Don't I? No, I don't. Oh, the scene you have from yours is um, Dieter uh, licking blood off the <gasps> stairs. And he I have also two you, you Peter.
0: the other one is him in front of the, like the of the like the the, the dry PowerPoint. race
1: board, yeah.
0: Yeah, the PowerPoint scene where he's like he's like yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, and he says yeah you, uh, so your uh, to your ass and then he winks he at w- them, yeah then he, he gives winks. them a wink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Raw
1: R- yeah. Oh
0: fuck. <laughs> and. But but I just had to bring that up because I like it was like two it was literally two or three days ago, like holy shit, that's the episode where like the whole Oscar thing became a thing. Right, and that's before the whole vomit thing. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, yes it was. The yeah. only thing I regret about that night is not being able to save the video that we took. I think we recorded it onto your laptop, and it just we live streamed it and i don't it, it was on your old laptop i don't know if you still have it or if you've even formatted it i,
0: I still have it
1: i don't know if it's even still on there
0: i'll look cuz i i still have my old laptop yeah. i mean shit
1: i mean don't you go know. don't go too crazy trying to find it but it's it's not <laughs> in our live stream it's way too old it's been you de- this thing uh turn it around yeah that's the one
0: that's the one, yeah. That's I mean, the the that's HP. The, that's on the laptop.
1: The HP. it's It should be an. It, the model number is an HP NC sixty four hundred. I think you might have to open it. It's in the top, in the bottom I'll right.
0: Open. It. I'm not opening this. All right, I'll open it.
1: It's in the but corner. I'm pretty sure. When that's you open it up, the, it's underneath the. the one that
0: fell off the truck, right?
1: Yes, the yes.
0: Yes, one the fell off the truck. I've got it.
1: Okay. Now, I don't know if it's I'll- still on there, but it this is like nine years ago at this point. I didn't That's realize how old that, that we video have
0: it. Was. I'll look. If it's still on there, I'll have it.
1: It would be neat if you did.
0: Not tonight, though. because No. I'm fucking no. But, uh,
1: but uh, now we've gone over an hour, so thanks. I'm sorry, but... It's, it's okay.
0: Honestly, they had to be shared. Of course. When I heard that, I was like... I, and I haven't had a chance... How busy I am, I haven't had a chance to even post it to Facebook, on our Facebook page or anything, but... It was like, holy shit, episode six, that's where the Oscars became a thing.
1: Very cool. I'm glad, I'm, was, I, it, I, I am glad it, you brought it up.
0: It was my fault. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, it's all your fault, you bet. This whole thing is your fault.
0: I, You know, yeah, I, fuck me. We've told really. that
1: story a thousand times where Scott and I were hanging out. and We're talking about, we watch movies and then we talk about it afterwards.
0: Which, and which, Scott which leans movie over to me. Well, which movie specifically? The Hitcher. The Hitcher remake. Yeah. And I turned to Joey and I said, "You know, there are people that record themselves talking about this shit and like post it as, as like a, as like a, um, a podcast. Right. Like podcast. What's that? That's it. That was it. And, and the story. And then,
1: and then I think you said, you know, there are people with like seventy episodes doing this shit. We could fucking do yeah. that.
0: And, and and it's like the same shit we just do like when we're sitting together for an hour and a half. Yeah.
1: Two hundred and seventy episodes later."
0: That's right. Fuck y'all. We're making you listen to our bitching.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, episode 269, 270, and 271 will be next week when we do the post and Phantom Thread. Wow. And then we will take probably a week or two off before we do our Oscar show. Because it is not wow. easy cramming fucking like 10 episodes it's, in four weeks, five weeks. It's
0: not. Dude, episode 300, you got to come out to Texas
1: episode 300 would be around 80 80 episodes from now yeah i think that yeah i'll probably we'll probably be out there
0: we'll do fucking texas we'll do like to change some massacre or something
1: as a matter of fact the salt lick that i was talking about there isn't one in dallas they're building one now in dallas so by the time i come out there it'll be there because the one the famous one is like three hours from your house
0: you know what's and you know what's near the hotel I just booked? What in Dallas when I looked for houses? In and Out Burger. Oh, I get to
1: have I've my to I get the I get to have my first In and Out Burger when I come visit you.
0: Yeah, Holly's never had one. I had one once five years ago. It's fucking on.
1: Nice. I hear it's the best. <laughs> I always go back to uh, that scene in The Big Lebowski and Don, Donnie's like oh man In-N-Out Burger. those are good burgers shut the fuck up Donnie <laughs> <laughs> <They> are. <laughs> where are you going to meet him buy an In-N-Out burger oh those are good burgers shut the fuck up Donnie <laughs> anyway, anyway go to our website at Anyway, that's right go to our website at Moviesucktastic.com download the show there listen to the show there tune, every, tune in live every week at 8 o'clock and hang out with us Uh, Go to iTunes, and you can listen or download the show there as well. Go to Facebook.com slash Moviesucktastic. Everything we talk about from when we go live to trailers to just everything that is uh, interesting to us gets posted there. If you want, you can email us. The address is themovieguys at Moviesucktastic.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. If you do either of those, we'll show them on the show. The music is fading. Fuck. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, Go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Download the free app for your Android device. It's 100% free. Everything I said is in there. You will not be disappointed. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Not really. (laughs) Well, any words is words of wisdom when you say them.
0: fuck yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. And that's actually the truth. So, Scott, you don't have to chime in and say it's going to be in five minutes because it actually will be next week. It will be next week. It will be next week. See you then. All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Thanks for coming.
1: (laughs) There. There's your words of wisdom. Thanks for coming.
0: Thanks. Thanks for coming.
1: Yeah.